0: Welcome to the Pedagogy Podcast. I'm your host, 2021 New Jersey State Teacher of the Year, Angel Santiago, and today I'm very excited because I have a very special guest. It's my first ever student spotlight. So you're my first ever student spotlight. Uh, with over a hundred videos, 118,000 subscribers, YouTube content creators of Toy Quest 101, Ileana and her father Miguel Figueroa. How are you folks doing today?
1: Uh, We're doing good.
2: We're good. Thank you for having us.
0: Oh, very, very, very welcome. Thank you for being on uh, my show. I'm super excited because I'm like a huge comic book nerd, too. So like I'm I'm looking at your back room, that room. I I wish I had that. That's a cave in itself right there. Um, You know, you are my first student spotlight. So let's just get to know a little bit about Ileana. So tell me, what grade are you in? Eighth grade. You're in eighth grade, you know, one way, one year away from high school. How do you feel about that, Miguel? One year away from high school.
2: She's growing too fast. A little nervous. We'll see what
0: happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure every parent that's in that situation thinks the same thing. Um, So what, what, what school to go to?
1: Veterans
0: Memorial School. Oh, so you want to hear where I went to school in eighth grade? Veterans Memorial School. Oh. Uh, And so that's located in what town?
1: Vineland,
0: Vineland Yep. Yeah. Obviously I, it's another special episode for me as well, because Vineland is my hometown and to see such a, you know, awesome thing coming out of our town an awesome message. Um, you know, that's very near and dear to my heart. So mm-hmm. as soon as I, ha- I heard about this, I wanted to celebrate it as quickly as possible. I know I'm not the first one to get to it, but hopefully, you know, with my platform, we can start, you know, expanding it to even more than just Fineland. Yeah, for um, sure. thank you no worries who's uh who's your homeroom teacher this year
1: uh miss millera
0: ah so a big shout out to your homeroom teacher so you know we're here because you have a great great passion project something that uh i think kind of goes beyond the four walls of our classroom right um you know it's great to be a great student but to do something for the world in general that's what this is all about. And I was inspired to hear about your story, so I had to have you folks on. Obviously, Toy Quest is a huge success. Can you, um, and it could be your dad and you and dad together, because I know you guys are a team, like the dynamic duo. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the project? How did it begin?
2: Yes. All right. So uh, Toy Quest 101 is a show that, ins- that inspires kids with autism and special needs. Um, the show kind of came about when one day Liana was on her tablet watching one of her favorite YouTube shows. And I turned to her and I told her, hey, you should do your own YouTube show. So she turned off the tablet. She kind of looked sad. And when I asked her why, she said she couldn't do it because she had autism. So as a father, it kind of broke my heart because that was the last thing I was expecting her to say. You know, you thought she was maybe getting bullied or somebody told her she couldn't. But when she said that, it really broke my heart. So at the time, you know, I grew up with pop culture And we were just starting to, you know, uh, build the basement up, right? Uh, Put the walls up and stuff and um, sheetrock it up. And I had a lot of comic book memorabilia. So the Marvel Man Cave came about and we did our first show. And during the show, she started talking more. She started engaging more, interacting. Things that we struggled with uh, growing up with autism that she wasn't really doing before. And when we did the first show, she was just a whole other person almost. So... When we got done finishing filming the show, me and her mom kind of looked at each other like, oh my God, like what just happened? You know, we were so proud of her because she was talking more, engaging, you know, like I said, things she was struggling with before. And after that, we decided as a family to just keep going and try to inspire other kids out there that might think that their, you know, uh, special needs might be a roadblock to accomplishing their dreams because maybe they're not confident enough. Um, So that's how kind of the show started. And that was about three years ago. Three years and some change, um, and like you said earlier, you know we have over 50 million views, over 118,000 subscribers. Um, we have fans from all around the world that contact us. Um, it's been a pretty amazing journey, and I couldn't be more proud of Iliana.
0: 50 million view we're not talking about thousand we're not talking about a hundred thousand million yeah you know million views that is amazing uh let's talk about some of the contact that you have from all around the world some of your fellow maybe some of your fellow classmates or even people you don't even know how how has it inspired what's some of the feedback that you're getting on toy quest 101
1: oh goodness um it's like so wonderful to have like something that you really wanted and if you want that to happen in real life just move on and just do it like every single day.
2: Yeah so we've been you know we've been getting a lot of uh feedback from like I said all around the world I mean we've had people I know she doesn't really respond to a lot of the the emails because I monitor the channel of course Um, but she's seen some of the reactions at local events so just to give you just kind of an idea. I mean, we've gotten messages from people from New Zealand, from Venezuela, from Africa, from Iraq, from India. I mean, you name it, even here in the United States, we get people who message us with similar stories or people are just fans of Ileana and say, oh my goodness, I can't, you know, my daughter loves her. And um, something that Ileana experienced one day, we did a local event at one of the malls and we did like a table event. So we announced that we were gonna be there. And me and her mom kind of took a break from the table. Eliana manned the table because, you know, we've been there all day. So we started walking around, looking at the other vendors. And all of a sudden, I felt something just latch onto my legs. And I'm like, what the heck? So when I looked down, it was this little girl just hugging my legs. And I'm kind of looking around like, what is going on? And she looked up and she's like, look, I have autism, too. We were looking for you. We couldn't find you. And I'm over here like, what is going on? And then I see a parent walking to me. She's like, oh, my God, we've been looking for you everywhere. We traveled three and a half hours to come see you. My daughter absolutely loves Eliana. Her name was Penny. I'll never forget it. And to me, I mean, that was I never I don't know who they were. They traveled for so long and they were so ecstatic to see me. And the little girl, like I said, just grabbed onto my legs and just hugged it. So we took her to the table, she met Eliana. we let her sit in the, behind the table. I gave her everything in the world, <laughs> everything we had on the table, I gave her. Um, but that was a, a, a certain moment for us that we cherish for as long as we've been doing this, because that's what it's all about. Even if we impact one person, I know we have a lot of views and millions and whatnot, but if it makes an impact to one person, that's all that matters.
0: I, I'm sure you've surpassed that one person with over 50 million views. Um, and this, this whole production is huge. At what point did you, did you two think that this was something that's huge? Like this is becoming like a, a big thing. At what point did you fig- figure out that this was going to be, uh, you know, a huge success like it is today?
1: Um, we didn't think it would be big until the black Jaguar white tiger, um, foundation paid for our trip to see their secretary in Mexico.
2: That's right. So um, we didn't really know what was going to happen with the show. We kind of just did it just to do it. Right. We didn't expect that we were going to get so many following, but we we definitely had a feeling it was going to be big because on our show, we do inspire, you know, we, it's normally we inspire kids with autism and special needs and that topic is autism. Right. But we try to share other things. We've had people come on with, um, you know, like Cole and the deaf dog for, uh those type of things of awareness, uh, you know, any any type of thing out there that that brings awareness in in a positive way. So there's a sanctuary called the Black Jaguar White Tiger Foundation. It's one of the biggest sanctuaries in the world. It's in Mexico. It's a private sanctuary, so that means nobody could go there, even celebrities who want to go there can't. And this guy uh, Eduardo Sergio, he saves lions in Mexico from the black market tigers. Uh, Jaguars, leopards, panthers, and he has hundreds of them. Um, he gets a lot of them that are illegally imported, that um, are at zoos, that are a lot of them are pets, a lot of them are for the black market, a lot of them are, are are hunted down. So he got a lot of cubs and stuff. So one day we did an episode on the Black Jaguar White Tiger Foundation, and we tried to really bring awareness to his cause, right? And we had bought some things from his shop and we did an episode on his shop and how the proceeds go to the, you know, uh, feeding the lions and all that and the tigers and stuff. And he has one of the highest following on an Instagram on millions and millions of people. And I guess somebody caught wind of our show, sent it to him. He saw it and he contacted me. He's like, Hey, I want to pay for you and your family to come actually see the sanctuary for yourself. And when that happened, I was just like, what the heck is going on? And sure enough, we he paid for every single little thing. Me, her and her mom went out to Mexico. We took a tour of the sanctuary to see for itself what he does. Um, We got to see the Cubs. We did an episode with him that you could see on our on our Toy Quest YouTube channel uh, where we're interviewing him. And in the back, you see the lions playing around the baby Cubs um, i mean number one it's an experience that nobody that not, not that many people in the world could do because like i get like i said it's a it's a private sanctuary but number two we were able to go out there and really showcase what he's about because you know what he does is very big for the you know for the for the world and these endangered animals and these cats and stuff um so it was a really big opportunity and from there we were like man this is this is insane. It was a blessing in itself. But I think from that moment that we were able to experience that, we're like, man, we could do big things with this show.
0: Absolutely. And I, and like I said before, um, you know, this is beyond just a classroom and you can see the message that you have about autism, how it affects other messages Mm -hmm. and how that becomes like a domino effect and how it, it just becomes bigger and bigger and how different good causes, lift up other good causes and that's a very inspirational thing i wasn't even aware of i saw the episode but i wasn't aware of the background behind that speaking of which this production the value we're talking about it looks like is done in a studio in hollywood (laughs) uh with, with with uh with people who are in graphic design you know what goes on behind the scenes that we're not seeing. I'm talking about, you have a line of clothing. This is a, this is a big production and uh, it probably takes a lot of time. So what are we not seeing that, you know, Toy Quest 101, the work that you're putting behind
2: it? Yeah. So uh, a lot of people, I mean, by all means, this is fun, right? Cause it gives me and my daughter something to bond over. Right. Um, But it does take a lot of time. You know, a lot of people want to be YouTubers. We were actually, you know, a guest for career day at the schools and a lot of kids were excited and we're like, listen, it it takes a lot of time, right? As you can see, our videos from the very beginning till now, they change, right? Because as you practice, you're learning and getting better. So we upgraded the cameras, the lighting and stuff. Um, The studio kind of took place, which is my basement, we call it a studio, uh because like I said I grew up with pop culture so that was going to be a thing anyway but it was a perfect place to uh film. Uh so we had the place to film. Uh my family is kind of all involved. My uncle is actually one of my top uh managers of the show so he helps me um he helped me with the intro, he helps me with the music, he helps me with the editing sometimes. Um he does a lot uh for us on the show um i had graphic design you know i went to school for graphic design i got a a, a degree in it um and as the show kept growing you know a, a lot of people as well think that we make a lot of money off the show and we actually don't because of COPPA laws uh because the kid the, the shows are, are predominantly for kids and young adults um i mean i had my segment where i review bigger statues that are for like uh you know adults and stuff um but we really don't generate a lot of money off of the show again because of capo laws. So, we, like you said, we started doing our merch, um, which you can find on, you know, on our shop, on our YouTube channel, on our link, in our bios for other social media. Um, but this brings awareness to not only the show, but what we, you know, do for the show, bringing awareness to kids with autism and special needs, and then proceeds. Some of the proceeds from what we get for the clothing line. We pick a charity uh, every quarter to kind of donate to. We don't don't always want to do it to the same charity. Um, Like I said, we're very open to different things out there. It's not just about autism, right? Uh, You know, cancer, uh, mental health. Uh, We try to do all that, even if it's bringing somebody else onto the show. We had DMC, Daryl McDaniels, which is a huge icon for the rap world. Um, he came on, and he talked about mental health, suicide awareness. So at that point, it wasn't about autism, but he brought in another thing that we could, you know, showcase and bring awareness to in the world. And that's really important to us. So we're always trying to do something as long as it's a positive thing. Um, but as far as the channel itself, it does take a lot of time. It does take a lot of reaching out, scheduling, right? Scheduling is, is always crazy with my, my job and school and things like that. So, um, it just takes a lot of, uh, just takes a lot of time <laughs> to be honest. Absolutely. It comes out with time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything that's good is never easy. We know that, you know, um, and that brings me to my next point. Cause I was going to talk about my favorite episode was the one with, uh, with Daryl DMC, because you know, pops and I are probably the same age, mm-hmm. we grew up in the eighties. That was the first rap group for me when I was like, yeah, this is, this is hip. Now the kids nowadays probably don't, don't <laughs> listen to them, but um, you know, you had some really, really amazing superstars, icons from WWE superstars like Sonya Deville and, you know, Daryl uh, DMC McDaniels. Um, what was your most memorable, like, interview or your most memorable episode?
1: Um, it was with Sonya Deville because she's amazing and she supports um, autism like me. And she just, um, she's like the best to me.
2: Yeah, so Sonya Deville is really special to us because not only um, is she in a sport that's predominantly uh, a male sport, right? Because it's wrestling. But during the time she was on, um, the women in the WWE were making a huge movement for women empowerment, right? So uh, back when I used to watch wrestling in the 90s and stuff, women really weren't wrestling. They were managers, you know, they were kind of just considered eye candy and stuff. And now the women are headlining pay-per-views, right? They're they're having their own championship uh, opportunities, right? Um, they're wrestling more. Now you're getting to see a whole other side of wrestling, what women could do. And listen, Ric Flair's daughter's in there, Charlotte Flair, and she's incredible, incredible. Um, and they're even headlining Saudi Arabia, a place where women are not looked at to do things like that. Um, So they were doing a lot for women in general, not only in the sport, but in the world. And you know, a lot of kids like Ileana watch these uh, you know athletes on on TV and they look up to them. And you know, WWE did a, a really aggressive turnaround with really empowering these women, and I think it was great. And Sonia came on to the show, she's really good friends with Ileana, she's constantly hitting us up, making sure everything's okay. She's been on the show twice already. Uh, last time she was on the show for autism awareness month during COVID. So we had to do this virtual thing and it worked out great. Um, she's been awesome. Um, she's been, you know, one of the best interviews that we had on the show because she's like a friend to us for me. Um, I mean, listen, every single guest that we've had has been amazing. Um, for me, I think, um, Man, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, VMC was cool because he started rapping out of nowhere and that wasn't scripted. And I started getting goosebumps because I am like, oh my God. All right. So I have this clip there with him rapping about Thanos and stuff. And that wasn't scripted. He just did it. And I remember when we got done uh, recording, there was people in the background like just clapping, like, oh my goodness. Um, but he was cool. Um, the creators of the X-Men animated series uh, Eric and Julia lewald came on and for me that was like a childhood cuz I used to watch the X-Men animated series. So you You're know,
0: talking about the it? one the one on Saturday morning, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh on my Saturday god. Morning. Yeah.
2: So they were on and they were just amazing and and like I said that was a childhood thing for me growing up. I mean I know they might not be the most popular or as popular as DMC, but for them to come on and talk to us about how they did the series back in the day when there was no internet and, you know, making calls to Canada and, and, and mailing stuff and how long it took compared to now and how that cartoon right there kind of was the path of, you know, making the movies now and where we're at now with pop culture and Marvel studios and stuff. That to me was one of the best. Um, Rob Paulson was another one. He was the voice of the Animaniacs. We got him at a comic con and, um, he absolutely loved Ileana and he was talking to us in the voice of the Animaniacs or in the voice of Pinky. And I started getting goosebumps, and we opened up Ninja Turtle figures because he was the voice of the Ninja Turtles, uh, some of the Ninja Turtles. So there was a lot of them. Um, they're hard to pick, but those two for me would stand out. I know Ileana loves Sonia. Sonia was awesome too. But um yeah, every time we get a celebrity guest, it's important. Uh it's very important for the show. And just one more thing I want to say about that. Um, the celebrity part. Is super important for the show, and I'm gonna tell you why, right? I'm gonna point, I'm I'm gonna paint a picture for you. So, imagine there's a little girl in, let's say, New Zealand, who hasn't been verbal at all, hasn't spoken a word at all. She's 10 years old, her parents are obviously concerned. Um, and then, but she has a love for music, let's say. Let's say Kelly Clarkson came on our show and looked into the camera and said, Hey, I believe in you no matter what you think you could do whatever you set your mind to. I believe in you. I love you. You know, stay positive and whatever the case of a message she wants to send. And now all of a sudden that little girl, the next day wakes up singing and her parents run in. And that moment in time where our guest, with the platform that they have looked into the camera and spoke to that little girl, changed that little girl's life forever is what we strive for. And that's why it's important to have these celebrities come onto the show because although we're you know we're pretty big, um, to have somebody that they see on TV all the time and such a big platform speak through them through our show, I think that's very important and that's that moves mountains for us. So,
0: absolutely, and uh, you know, you know, obviously the story is about uh, you know uh, the love of family and and me being you know a father a teacher, but a father, first and foremost, I got to say that this really tug at my heart um, because, you know, most of us teachers are also, are also, uh, you know, mothers and fathers. Um, But, you know, being a family member first and foremost, and the educational world depends on our families. Uh, You know, the family is the base of educational success. My question to you, and, and you might have to take a little bit of time to think about this is, you know, what have you learned from each other by doing this project, Toy Quest One Hundred One. Mm-hmm. So look at dad. You know, dad taught you a lot. But doing this, doing this project, what has dad taught you that you can do, that you can accomplish?
1: Uh, um, he taught me um, a lot of things to be yourself and move on and have a great dad like this <laughs> this one. Yeah. You're very lucky. Yeah really the best
0: thing that um, happened to me. <laughs> All right, Miguel, your turn.
2: Um, you know, for me it, it's it's really special because um, you know, we had her when we were young. We were like 20 years old. Um when we had eliana it's my first, you know, my first my new my firstborn, right? Because now we have Logan. Um but, you know, we we were scared when we found out she had autism because we were we weren't educated on it, right? So Obviously there was times where we cried and, you know, we didn't know what to do moving forward. Um, and then as she grew up and, you know, you know, her mom's a school teacher, special ed teacher as well. Uh, my mom's a teacher. Um, you know, as she grew up, we just, you know, that love for that child, that that father, daughter thing, you know, daddy's little girl just started coming out. And when this happened with Toy Quest, you know, it, it kind of changed our lives because at that moment, you know, I, I realized that I needed to be there more for her than ever. Um, and I wanted to show her that, you know, whatever she sets her mind to, that she could do it to stay positive, right? Just like she said. Um, and Eliana's matured a lot at a very young age because I've been trying to teach her things outside of our bubble that are happening in the world and how she could do to change it and pay it forward and be kind. And, you know, no matter what, no matter who tells you what. Um, you know, you could do whatever you set your mind to and stay positive. And, and, you know, I think me and her mom have done a particularly good job. I would like to pat myself on her shoulder, but, um, I'm really proud of her because she's, she does so many things and even on her own, she does volunteer work on her own. She's always going out and trying to find things to do. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm so proud of her. And like I said, she's been talking more, she's been doing all these things, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get to talk to somebody. Right. Then it's hard mm-hmm. to talk to somebody on camera. Then it's hard to talk to somebody with the audience. And then it's hard to talk to somebody you see on TV every day that, you know, is famous. And then it's hard to talk when, you know, you have millions of people watching. So the fact that she's overcoming those fears and doing it, even when we're at the schools or at, we're at the Comic-Con events or even when we're, when we're interviewing celebrities, it takes a lot of guts. Right. Uh, to do that. And I just I'm always proud of her
0: absolutely and i gotta say you have done a fantastic job with this young lady you. uh you've been an inspiration not only to us as teachers because i know Vanessa's a teacher but uh to be teacher parents as well and just being parents in general as a father miguel you're doing an amazing job an inspirational job i hope that my son allows me to partner up with him later on in life and whatever he loves to do um, you know that is something I look forward to, and, and we have a role model in you. And I appreciate. Thank you, thank uh, you. Time. That yeah. means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. So I've uh, seen you done some stuff with the community, some volunteer work, uh, and you partnered up with different companies. Um, what kind of projects have you worked with? Community projects have you worked on?
1: Um, we do um like giving food to homeless people, and we give gifts for um, children at the school. And we give, like, a bunch of stuff that they, like, probably never had before, but can come true.
2: Yeah, so um, that's one of the things that that we really wanted to kind of do with the show. Now, it's kind of hard sometimes to kind of advertise that because, A, it's not something to advertise, right? We're doing it because out of the goodness of our heart, A. Absolutely. Um, B, a lot of times we can't film these things, you know? I, I don't... I, although we like for example, she said, you know, we did feed the homeless. We did. We, we go feed the homeless in Philadelphia a lot. We only filmed it once. But then after I did, I was like, man, you know, if I was in their place and and I have a camera in front of me and somebody giving me food, is that really authentic? You know what I'm saying? Are they doing it for the views? So we did that once uh, for pay it forward day. Right. Um, and we do it a lot, but we just don't film it. Um, last year though uh, with my employer, we gathered 160 something toys um, and we went around to all the boys and girls club in our community. We went to schools that had uh, families in need that really couldn't really have the greatest uh, Christmas. And we just gave toys out like crazy, just toys, 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 toys all over the place. Um, That was on there. I mean, we've done so many things. We've got the points of light award. Um, If you're not familiar with that, I challenge you guys to go Google that, because that that's amazing. So that came from George W. Bush, the father, when he was uh, president. Uh, he did something for to recognize people in the community that are not necessarily famous or not necessarily in that role that go out above and beyond and do things. So we actually have that uh, award. Um, actually, right, I think it's right here. Um but this number is specific to us uh let's see let's see this number is specific wow. to us um nobody else can take that number and that kind of solidifies us in the community uh of the things that we do out you know um i've been to play streets in, in millville and help out where it's kind of they close down the block and they bring kids in and They have little table events and you just spend the day with them right um you know especially now a lot of kids are it's funny we're youtubers but a lot of kids are 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 not outside like they used to or like when i grew up um but we get to you know go out there and interact with them we do table events iliana's constantly cleaning parks all the time um you know cleaning up trash and things and we just find things to kind of do uh we donate a lot too so like this year with COVID, it was a little, little hard to really do what we wanted or what we normally do as far as volunteering stuff. So we donated to the All In Challenge. That was really big last year. A lot of celebrities were helping out. We donated there. Um, we donated to the Black Jaguar or White Tiger Foundation. Um, I mean, there's so many things, the Susan G. Coleman. Um, there's so many things that, that we do. But the point of all that. Is that we always want to try to pay it forward, right? Because there's a lot of people out there in need. There's a lot of people that need encouragement. There's a lot of people that need inspiration, um, you know. And we just try to do our best to do our part, right?
0: Absolutely, and and it's important that even like your your uh, your message is enough, but uh, you know you're going above and beyond and, and doing your part to to really add more to what you're you know what you're doing you're using your platform to add more to to you know to society and that's that's something that's really really inspirational i I gotta say i'm very proud of you young lady as a teacher uh as a person from vineland because you come from my hometown but as a teacher to see one of our students doing something that is extraordinary um you know that that that's the reason why we do it. That's why we're teachers. And also as a dad, like I said, to, if, to see your daughter doing that, you have to feel, uh, you have to feel some sense of pride that's beyond this world. So i um, very oh, happy yeah. to have you guys yeah. today. Now let's do some fun stuff. You ready to do some fun stuff?
1: Absolutely. And I'm a, yeah.
0: I don't usually join in on the conversation, but like I said, I'm a big comic book nerd and I made up these uh, questions uh, because I wanted to answer them too. <laughs> so we're going to, you know, all three of us, we're going to get together and we're going to answer these 10 questions. Um, just give us your first answer. So we'll go Ileana goes first and then we'll do dad second and then I'll go afterwards. All right. Ready? Number one, Marvel or DC, which is your favorite?
1: Marvel.
2: I have to agree. Marvel.
0: <sighs> My favorite superhero is in Marvel. So I got to go with you folks.
1: Mike. All
0: right. Although I love DC too. All right. Number two, your favorite superhero in, e- in either of the universes. It could be any of them.
1: Uh, My favorite superhero is
0: Cyborg. Cyborg. All right, dad, your turn.
2: Mine's Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine's my favorite. I named my son Logan after Wolverine. Um, Yeah. He's, he's my favorite hands down.
0: I, and I, I when I was talking to mom on email, uh, I said, "You know, I love your son's name because that's my favorite superhero." Oh, is it nice? Yeah, absolutely, without hey. a doubt. Weapon X, you got to go with that. Hey, and that came sure. that my love for Logan came from the animated series, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, me that too. Was... Cal Dodd voiced them. Hopefully, we'll have him on the show one day. But uh, Cal Dodd voiced the uh, Wolverine.
0: I gotta I gotta check that one now. All right, your favorite toy of all time. This can include video games too
1: um favorite toy video Uh, um, my favorite video game is super smash bros
0: all right so you're looking at the is that on nintendo when did that first come out nintendo wii uh
1: um,
2: i think so it came out in nintendo wii and then now it's on switch right
0: yeah ah so your switch all right uh yeah. how about you dad favorite toy of all time
2: oh man um you know that's funny that that's a good question i probably have two Um, one was back in the day, oh God, now I'm gonna show my age. So we didn't, we didn't really grow up with a lot of money. Right. And, you know, back, back when I grew up, like in the nineties, it was all about the infomercials and, and all the commercials on TV and they kind of make you want stuff. Right. So there was two moments in my life that stood out for me. Uh, one, actually there's probably, there's three. All right. Let me, let me, there's three. One was when the Sega Genesis came out. It was was to go against Nintendo. The Atari was kind of phasing out. I didn't even know what the Atari was at the time. And I really wanted it. We couldn't afford it. And then one day I remember coming home from school and my grandfather got me the Sega Genesis. And it was the best thing ever. I played Sonic all day. Um, That was a moment that I'll never forget. Um, Two... The second and third came from my mom. Um, and I don't remember what order it was. I well actually I think I do. So the first one was I used to love micro machines.
0: Oh wow.
2: Got a Hot Wheels little little tiny little cars, right? And there was a a van, uh, a micro machine van and a micro machine tank that was really big and you open it up and, it, and you could take the little micro machines and go around and they were expensive. If I remember, they were like a buck 10 each one <laughs> back, back in the day. And I remember telling my mom and I remember us being at the store and she looked up, I don't remember who we were with, but she kind of looked up and pointed at the like top shelf and I caught her. And when I looked, it was the van and I knew I was getting it for Christmas. And sure enough, I got both of them for Christmas. I didn't know I was getting both, but I got both of them for Christmas. And that was huge for us. Cause like I said, my, my mom you know, uh, was a single parent and she shouldn't have been spending money on those things. But th- that was a big one for me. And then the other one was with my mom again, when the Nintendo 64 came out, um, that was huge for me because the 64 was just another world of gaming, right? From the Sega to Nintendo, they got 3D now. And it just opened up avenues to the systems now today. And I remember that was like the hottest gift in Christmas. And I, you know, I remember she pre-ordered it. I remember her going to Toys R Us and they told her that they had it. And when she got there, they didn't. Oh. And oh man, that was, she fought for that thing. And I I went home with a Nintendo 64 and, and that was that was amazing for me. So, you know, my mom was a big inspiration to me uh, and so was my grandfather. But those are the, the three toys that stood out for me. I know there was a lot more than one, but nah. I, I don't think I could pick one over the other.
0: And it's important because, you know, our kids are still kids and they still have their favorite toys and stuff like that right now. So, you know, uh, for me though... And you, you probably could concur. This was, uh, this was awesome. At that time, the Ninja turtle figurines, the no. Ninja Turtle figurines, I couldn't go anywhere. My yeah. Casey Jones was Casey Jones was my thing. And the Casey Jones figurine, um, you know, I always wanted Casey Jones to be a bigger part of the Ninja turtles, like a honorary member because right. of how he was. And so, uh, uh, Michelangelo was my favorite, by the way, cause oh, I love nice.
2: Yeah, I was about to ask you. Those figures now, the original figures, they're worth a lot of money if you still have them.
0: I don't have them. <laughs> we, we abuse those toys, man. My brother and I abuse those toys. Um, all right, ready? Next one. Uh, favorite WWE superstar of all time?
2: Oh, of all time. Oh,
1: geez. Um, um, those two um, is John Cena and Finn Balor.
0: okay
2: all right man for me all right my favorite of all time if i'm if i just had to pick one is razor ramon (laughs) i always like razor ramon uh as Razor ramon i like him as scott hall and the nwo and wolfpack and all that stuff but razor ramon the razor ramon when he played that character uh was definitely my favorite you know he's really cocky he had that machismo going and the whole toothpick thing was just like it was it for me, right? Uh, but yeah, I liked Razor Ramon. Um, I mean, I always was a fan of The Rock and Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. Those would be my other three. Um, but my, my Mount Rushmore would be Razor Ramon, um, Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, The Rock. So,
0: mine had to be, and it was very. He had a very short career, but it was like still to this day, people are like he was one of the most amazing wrestlers, and it had to be The Ultimate Warrior. He would yeah. come in like a superhero and you know Gorilla press, press Slam anybody that was it didn't matter how big they were and he wasn't that big of a guy when you talk about height he wasn't that that tall but he would lift up people over their head and throw them like from there yep. and uh, to me it was like a superhero
2: yeah we uh we actually met Hulk Hogan at a Comic-Con and uh he signed the the photo of him and the Ultimate Warrior staring at each other before they went at it um so I have that but yeah Ultimate Warrior I wish I wish I got a chance to meet him he a lot of those guys—they're huge. When you meet them in person, you're like, "Oh my goodness!"
0: You know? Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, what superpower would you like to have if you could have any?
1: Um, uh, time travel.
0: Oh, that is—that's a, is a good one. Good <laughs> one. That's a really good one. <laughs>
1: That's All a right. really good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. We I mean, like uh, cable and those guys, that was part of their thing, right? They can okay. they can time travel.
2: Cable, Bishop, yeah, a couple of them used to man, that's a good one. Oh. Um man, I mean, I would love to just have Wolverine's powers. That would be awesome. Um, Regeneration? To... Yeah, I mean he doesn't age, he lives for a long time, that's even true. though he even though he hates that um and he has his claws and all that. He has a couple powers, but I don't know for me man that's such a good oh man I would probably I probably be like more for mystique where I could change into other people. That'd be yeah. pretty cool.
0: I was thinking uh I thought about this too. Um and it was like, you know, obviously like indestructible diamond plated skin, you know what I mean? That would oh, be kind, Colossus. Of cool. like Colossus. Colossus, yeah. kind of like Colossus, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, something of that nature where you almost make yourself, like, in any situation, you could just go into a shell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> All right, favorite superhero movie adaptation. So, like, any of the movies that are out right now. Oh, uh,
1: What's
0: your
2: favorite comic book movie?
1: Comic book movie? Mm-hmm. That's hard.
2: You like
1: Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman was good. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Justice League was
0: good. Yeah, probably maybe Wonder Woman. Wonder the, Woman. The new one that's out—I actually just watched it. Yeah, it was a that. Took me back to the '80s. <laughs> How about you, Dad? That's a hard one. I know that is because there's so many.
2: Well, I'm a, I'm a big critic when it comes to that. We we you know we had Marvel Studios on our show too. when our first episode. Wow, was that was pretty cool. Um, man. For me, it had to be Old Man Logan.
0: Mm-hmm. I love
2: Old Man. Uh, just maybe because I'm a Wolverine fan. Uh, Old Man Logan was really good. Um, yeah, it, it's hard. I mean, I would say Old Man Logan. Let's leave it at that one because it depends. Like, you know, when Avengers came out, that was the first time you ever seen a, a cross between all these superheroes. I think that was pretty big for, for pop culture or comic book movies. Um, Spider-Man's when they first came out, they were, I, they were good. I love the the 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I think they'll hold up to, <laughs> to today, right? At least one and two. But I think Old Man Logan was probably the best theatrical uh, one. I mean, it had its things where I would have changed, but I, I liked it. I yeah,
0: liked it. I, I got to agree with you too, because I'm a big X-Men fan. So the first X-Men series uh, was something that was big, but... These Marvel studios, like Disney's Marvel, um, the depth of their characters, when you talk about how they all have some type of flaw with them, too, uh, you know they, know, they know how to write a story and they know how to write a story for everybody, for families, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I'm into the big, you know, the, the, the Avengers series. But when X-Men came out and I saw Wolverine for the first time as a as a real person, Hugh Jackman, yeah. I, I was I was totally sold. Yeah, you have to take I my know. money.
2: Take my money. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's actually one of the top bucket list uh celebrities that we would love to have on our show. Um, but yeah, when he came out, I'm I'm gonna be sad when I don't know if they're ever gonna pick another Wolverine, but when they do, he's got big shoes to fill. I'll tell you that much. Hugh
0: Absolutely. Jackman. man. <laughs> uh we we talked about favorite video game or toy, but what is your favorite video game? And we said you said Smash Brothers, right, Ileana? yeah so smash brothers how about you Dan?
2: oh man um for me it's gonna be a more modern one um i like theatrical stuff um i mean obviously the classics are great if we're talking classic streets of rage for sega genesis oh, was big gosh. for me uh because i used to go to the movie theaters and run to an arcade game that was a really big one for me but if you're talking about now uh it's called the uh, well there's two of them the last of us and God of War. I think those two are just amazing. God of War, it used to be Last of Us, but the the most recent God of War that I played, man, that's just, the storyline is insane. (laughs) You gotta play it, because at the end, you're just like, what just happened? So it was cool. I love storyline games.
0: Uh, I have to go back to your, uh, I believe the, uh, what was it? Nintendo 64, the first, first person shooter game, GoldenEye. Gold golden golden came out. Yeah, I remember golden that. And I came out and that was like the first multiplayer, like, mm-hmm. like kind of Call of Duty-esque uh yeah. first-person shooter, and I was like, sold ever since then. I don't touch another video game.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because yeah, you, you get the golden gun and it's like a one shot, one kill thing. yeah <laughs> I remember yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Um so I have a question, right? So when you look at that, Ileana, what superhero would you think he's most like?
1: Uh, oh my, my son
0: would say the Incredible Hawk. He was like, because you don't like to see him when he's angry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Probably Wolverine.
0: Yeah, all right. Okay. I'll take that. So, We're, Dad, how about Ileana? How about Ileana? Uh,
1: Ileana?
2: Man. <laughs> you would be, what's the girl from The Incredibles?
1: Violet?
0: She would be like Violet. Uh-huh. <laughs> how about mom now both <laughs> of you to do mom now mom oh my goodness who'd mom <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man if mom was a superhero who would she be man that's a tough one <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: i don't know i would see her more like hmm Man, that's a tough one. Um,
0: <laughs> don't worry, I give all my guests tough questions like this. So,
2: man, I'm trying to think. She would be more. She would be more like a Jean Grey. Oh, wow. No, wow. I don't know about Jean Grey. Maybe. All right. Let's say more like a cross between Jean Grey and the Phoenix, because Jean oh. Grey was a little too like uh-huh. leadership. The Phoenix was like, you know, too destructive. I would be like, <laughs> a little
1: bit there like, we dude, go. Uh, but
2: yeah, yeah, her mom's is, uh, she's really special, man, because like I said, she's a special ed teacher. She's always, hey, she lets me, she's a winner. She lets me have these things here and these boxes come, every, you know, and she doesn't <laughs> complain. So uh, she's a winner. So we appreciate her a lot for sure.
0: I'm still trying to get my wife to agree on me having a life-sized uh, figure of any superhero. <laughs> she can actually pick the superhero. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, so she she definitely doesn't want me to have anything like that. That's I, I barely get to have guitars here. Uh, <laughs> and then Logan, I would say which which was Logan like but he already has a name. Ah, uh, he's 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 Baby
2: Wolverine. <laughs> you know, what's funny though. I feel like he's he's also the baby from the Incredibles baby jack oh, jack
0: yeah because oh, yeah,
2: he's always jumping around and he's always doing stuff um he's gonna be trouble but uh <laughs> yeah he's uh we're we're, we're kind of contemplating on and having a show with him too so we're gonna have another segment with logan unboxing like like baby stuff like blues clues or you know things like that um and kind of get his reactions and making him laugh and stuff so we're we're in the works of trying to do that um now we'll see what happens, if it comes out good or not. We'll see. That's
0: funny that you say that because I had my son watch the show, right? Yeah. The best show that he fa- that he loved was the unboxing of the Mickey characters, of the Disney oh, characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that might be it. Which brings me to my next one, right? We're Disney fans at our house. Uh, and my guy's just getting into Marvel right now. Cruz is just getting into Marvel DC. But he loves Disney. Who's your favorite Disney character?
1: Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Um, um, so many characters from disney uh i have to say aladdin
2: aladdin ah, that's a good, good one man that's a hard one i mean for me it's gonna have to be mickey mouse i i we're huge disney fans too uh but mickey mouse i i still have my little mickey mouse in pajamas he's Dirty as heck. No matter how many <laughs> times we clean him, he's just dirty. Vanessa doesn't even want him around. Every time I find him, he's somewhere <laughs> packed up. But he—he's still still holding strong. Uh, Mickey Mouse is big for me. Um, but man, we love Disney—the movies and all that stuff. They're coming. Coco. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love yeah, that's Coco. a great
0: movie.
2: Um, I mean, there's so many. Uh, what's the one that you liked with the emotions and stuff? I don't even know if that's Disney, but um. With anger and joy. Oh, Inside Out. Inside Out. I think those are Disney Pixar. I, I don't know. They're they are, they're all starting they're to kind
1: of like Disney. But,
2: yeah, uh, we
0: just saw Soul. That that new Soul was really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, was on, good. Onward was one. I know that got me like choked up. Being a a, a dad oh, with a boy? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. god, that was a
2: good one too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Onward had me. That was great writing. Whoever wrote that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Disney character's got to be Goofy. Because, oh,
1: goofy,
0: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a goofy guy. So that's how I work my classroom. Uh, last one. And then I'm going to let y'all go because this has been a lot of fun. I'm a musician. So I have to ask you, what what song could you put on repeat right now? What song could you listen to over and over and over again? Mm. Let me, let's start off. Who's your favorite music artist? Let's put it that one. Singer.
1: Oh my um, It has to be the Jonas Brothers.
2: Ah, ah okay. Yeah, we, we went to a concert. <laughs> I'm not going to say if I did enjoy or not enjoy myself, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good.
0: They have pretty good songs. And fun fact, a long time ago when they were uh, touring, they toured, I think they, went, they did like a school tour and they came in the violin area, I believe. Years wow. ago, yeah. How about you, Dad? What song can you put on repeat? Or what- oh
2: man, um, I mean, we talking genres here. I mean, I, I, I always like the Fugees and Lauryn Hill. Ooh. I, I always like, yeah, I always like them. Uh, I could always put them on repeat. Um, ACDC like them. Um, I mean, Spanish. I, I'm a, a, a real big fan of, um, of. Uh, Oh my god, I forgot his name. The
1: uh, Yankee.
2: No, not not reggaeton. Um I used to like Andre Jimenez, Juan uh, Liguet, Juan Juan Luis Guerra. Uh love him. Um but yeah, I listen to all kinds of stuff, but I say repeat I I I stick with the
0: Fugees. Yeah, that brings me back, that brings me back to middle school. Um <laughs> I got to say, you know, I like like I'm all over the place with music too. Um I gotta give me some notorious, notorious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was growing up, sure. and but I mean I also like you know I I played. I actually ended up being a musician playing rock music. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers was always in in my in my rotation because they were like a mixture of all different types of music, yeah. and hip hop and rock. So I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But this has been a lot of fun. Um, one last message you want to get out there that you want to talk to like maybe some students around New Jersey, uh, some students around the world. Um, what would you like to say to them?
1: Um, okay. It doesn't matter if you have a disability or not, as long as you don't give up and you move forward, you can do anything.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great message for all of us, right? We got to just move forward move forward. Thank you so much, Miguel, Ileana. It was a pleasure. Um, Like I said, I was really excited to have this and it was a lot of fun. So thank you so much. Hopefully you enjoy your Sunday. Maybe we get a snow day tomorrow. You never know. Right. Um, Yeah. So thanks a lot. And uh, you know, you stay safe and stay healthy and we'd love to see you soon.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us on. Um, We also want to, you know, commend you for all your efforts in being a teacher teacher of the year i mean that's big i think we really need more teachers like you right um because you guys are the forefront of what our kids learn every day growing up you know core values you know educational stuff just everything so teachers like you is what we need more of um and we appreciate you guys you know a lot of teachers don't get the credit that they deserve um but we definitely you know uh Really thankful for what you guys do, especially you, man. You, you've you been doing great. This episode has been awesome. You know, the fact that you got Teacher of the Year is really cool. So just keep up the good works, man. We We definitely appreciate you.
0: Thanks a lot. Once again, for our fans or our listeners, uh, this is the Pedagogy Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Santiago, New Jersey State Teacher of the Year. And with that, we're going to give you a little bit of Jonas Brothers on our way out. All right, a little bit of Jonas Brothers. So thanks once again. If you like what you listen to, please share and subscribe to our channel. I appreciate it. Take care.